Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another Breakdown Bonus episode. I'm joined by ex-coworker Justin. Thanks for having me. If you're new here, ex-coworker Justin used to be co-worker Justin, and then I moved mm. to Atlanta, and now we're ex-coworkers. And got like, like a way cooler job. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. He's, my, he's the ex that I like to bring on and chit-chat. But you know what's so funny? A couple weeks ago, I had one of my new co-workers on a bonus episode, and I got to give him the co-worker title. And I was like, oh, my God, it's co-worker Jackson. And <laughs> <laughs> it felt like very at home. I was like, oh my God, full circle. This is right. This is right. This is right. <laughs> right. Well, ex coworker Justin, on this week's main episode, we had a crazy story about this poor girl who was engaged to this man that she was dating for like a decade. And on the day they were supposed to get married, they're going to go do a courthouse wedding first. He walks in. And I was like, yeah, I, this wedding thing, like, I can't do it. Like, marrying you would make me absolutely miserable. Which absolutely. is like, how do you recover from that? That's yeah. rough. Well, that's why I figured we could talk about today because you have been in a couple of serious relationships and <laughs> this is gonna start okay. you've never been the one to end it. So, yeah. so I'm assuming you at one point thought with each of these women that you were dating that you would marry them at some point. So I figured... Mm-hmm a great person to talk to because you for a couple of times have had to get over someone you thought forever was a possibility with that's why you are on today you are happily married now we love we love your little family so what for you was your hardest breakup and how did you switch the perspective of oh my god i thought i was going to date this person for the next 10 years and now this person's like gone yeah i would say the hardest one like so I had two, I would say two like big, big ones that were like two plus years long. The one breakup wasn't as bad as the other one because moving like a distance like for college specifically was most of the reason that that one ended. So like it sucked, but also it was like I'm now at college and I just got broken up with and I'm single. Let's go drink a bunch. Like, <laughs> I kind of not saying that I coped with alcohol, but we kind of just were like in that party atmosphere. It was like you move on. I was very upset about it about the breakup, but there was so much and so much change happening in my life at that point that like I look back at it and can realize I was sad. But during it, if you asked me, it would have been like, no, nah, man, I got parties to go to. Like, I'm not worried about it. Whereas the second one was out of, out, we started dating towards the back end of college. And then after college, like I'm trying to get the radio career. I'm trying to get this full-time job in radio. And she was there and supporting and, you know, she was working on her career and and it and technically a year behind me in school. So she's finishing up her school, all that stuff. That one ending was a little tougher because I was in the process of literally changing my whole life perspective to try to be with her. Like I was giving up on trying to go into radio. I was literally interviewing with banks down there to be like a manager of a bank. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to be your whole life. It would have been different. It would have been a vi- severely different life had you stuck out with this woman. Although weirdly, we might have crossed paths still because it was in Gainesville that I was trying to move at that time. But it it yeah, it was it was like a whole life change. And so from her perspective, part of the reason I think it ended was frustration from my schedule and what I was trying to do, especially with radio and how demanding it was. 
But also, I think she was already starting to potentially feel like maybe this isn't it. Maybe there's something wrong. And then she saw me so willing to throw away everything I went to college for, my whole career that I was trying to work on. I, looking back at it, think she probably felt like you're going to harbor this like frustration towards me for this. And for that, I feel like we should look other at other options other directions and um explore other things and that's kind of how that one ended so that was literally like really tough because like i was like i said gonna change my whole life for it and and all of a sudden it's like oh you're willing to do all this you're a hundred percent committed well i'm not and that's just you know, and that's just how it ends. And it's like, oh man, you know, and of course that was kind of distance. I mean, from where I live and where Gainesville is, it's uh, a few hours. So we were doing a lot of phone calls and, uh, you know, getting broken up like that over a phone call isn't, isn't very fun, especially when you've been dating for, you know, two and a half, almost three years. At the very least, she did it before you uprooted your life, because I think there are, the person I interviewed this week would relate to you. Is she did uproot her life. She was a city girl. She was from Manhattan and she ended up moving to a different city. It's still reasonably large city, but it's tough. Yeah. Nothing is like Manhattan. I mean, even if you go to LA, it's a completely different vibe. Different. Mm-hmm. And she, when things started coming up, when problems started happening, she was so committed to this relationship because she's like, we have a whole, we have a house, we have a dog, we have all this yeah. stuff that I can't just throw away. So what would be your advice to somebody like her? who now has to completely pivot their perspective and life now that the relationship's ended. I mean, I would, I would use it as a chance to go after the things you might've sacrificed for the relationship. If there's something you gave up on or, or didn't do uh, because you needed to follow this person or this person didn't like that certain thing, but you do, it's like, that's when you dive in, go a hundred percent, go a thousand miles per hour into the thing you weren't allowed to do because of that person or couldn't do because of circumstance with that person that that's now out of your life. It's kind of why I always thought like getting a pet or moving into a house, like buying a house together with your significant other before you're legally married is probably not the smartest thing to do. Not saying people don't do it. And I get there's a lot of financial reasons that you could probably benefit from getting a house together earlier. And like, I get it, but it makes things so messy if it doesn't work out. It's like a dog. It's like, well, who takes the dog? And then you start arguing over that. And, you know, house wise, it's like the one person's got to buy the other person out or now you just have to own this house together. And then you know, at best case scenario, you're renting it out or or finding a way to make money off it, but you're still having to deal with each other more than just a clean break. You can't just like literally not that that relationship that we broke up over the phone call. We might have bumped up, bumped into each other once in St. Augustine and said like, hey, but we literally never talked after that. We dated for three years and after one phone call, never talked again. That's crazy. It's insane how the person who can know you the most in this world, the person that you can be the closest to, can be gone in an instant. I mean, still 
they're not dead, but it feels like they're dead because, right. but you're, it's like you're watching their life. So it's sort of, like which shows. it's crazy. Not even that is like, I, and I'm not one to like block people on social media. I don't really do that. So like, I still, we're still following each other on Instagram and like, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, she, mo she just recently got married and I only know that because it popped up on Instagram. I've never seen any other posts from her on social media until that. And I was like, that's such a random one to suddenly pop up in my feed. But OK, congrats she, to her. Maybe she blocked you. And then the moment she was I'm like, glad. listen, there might be some mind games going on there. I don't know. Who knows? I, I'm not playing them from my end, but maybe she is. <laughs> no, because I mean, that's kind of messed up. But I think even if you are the one to end the relationship, you still want people to see you doing good. So, I mean, yeah. it's petty, but I respect it. <laughs> Listen, you got to do what you got to do um, and and happy for them. So good for them. But yeah, I would say, you know, from a from a breakup to to bring it back to what you do is just, you know, if 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 you're not able to do whatever it is, I would just dive right in and, and go do it, make it a passion and 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 get back to it if you had to stop for whatever the relationship reason was. Yeah, well, I completely agree on the marriage thing. I know. It's 2024, so we think people think it's like really archaic, and to an extent it is, but it also does give you legal protections because we've had that conversation mm -hmm. on these bonus episodes where if you move in with someone, you're basically signing up for a marriage because if it ends, you have to split things up like it's a divorce. So right. why not just go ahead and, and have a rager and also get the legal protections as well? Yeah, I, I agree. And and it's, you know, it's something Nicole and I talked about. You know, we looked at houses before we were married, but we never pulled the trigger and other circumstances were at play for that too. But we we really had to sit down and be like, look, you know, if we buy this house, this is essentially me proposing to you. Like that's that's what this is, you know, and and we had that conversation too. I, I asked her, I said, Would you rather get a house and 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 start building that financial security through the house and, and making money that way? Or do you want me to take this little bit of cash that I have from talking into my little microphones and, <laughs> and, and buy you an engagement ring? You know, what do you, what do you want to do first? And, you know, it takes a little bit of the whole like surprise engagement thing away. If she would have preferred the house, then we use the money that we put on the ring for the house. And that's just what it would have been. So I think those conversations are very important to have. And it's so sad because I've seen so many well-intentioned couples who get engaged with every intention of getting married. And then it just like along the way stuff happens and they realize mm -hmm. we're moving into in together or sharing a dog. That and together. you'll probably be impressed with it. It's finally not a miserable temperature outside, which only means one thing. Summer is coming up. And let's make one thing clear. There is hibernation Abbey and there is summer Abbey. And summer Abbey likes to feel light and healthy. That's why I've been trying out meals from Factor. They've got meals shipped to your house that are super easy to heat up in a jiffy. And you're probably like, ew, a refrigerated meal. That must be so unhealthy and gross. No, I can confirm these are delicious. And they have so many different options like calorie smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. You can also add on more than 60 add-ons every single week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. You get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring and you don't have to clean anything up. Head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 
Jacob 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. In the newest season of Love is Blind. Look at you and your pop hey. I just I, I just got home from the sauna and I was watching. I'm on like episode three or four, but I pretty much know everything that's happened. From OK, time. well, and, and I don't think this would really be a spoiler because I don't even know their names or or what ends up happening. I just it was a comment one of the per, one of the guys made where he said that he used to own a house and he sold it before going on that show. And his thought process was that he wanted to rent. And then when he found whoever is that forever person, he wanted to buy a house with them. And the reasoning was that he didn't want to own the house. And then the person that, you know, marries him or in this situation becomes the TV couple move into his house. He wanted it to be their house. So he wanted them to like, find the house together or find one they like, not necessarily him just move some clothes in the closet over for, for her to be able to move in. And so I think there's also a level of that too, where, you know, uh, if you, if you buy the house after you get married, it's like, that's the first step of the relationship. We bought a house together and now we're literally building this family from the ground up. We bought the house. Now we can have the kids, we can get a pet or, or whatever you got to do. Who said that? I, I, I honestly skipped through a lot of the pods because I kind of knew what happened. But do you remember? Uh, I don't. I don't. Um, I only ask because I know Trevor doesn't end up with anybody. And I kind of have a fat crush on Trevor. The one that gets I want to say, I want to say, and again, I hope this isn't giving too much away, but I want to say it's the guy who ends up going with the girl who said she looks like Megan Fox when she does Oh, oh I know who you're talking about. Oh, my God. I think. Hey. I hate giving him so much credit because I thought that was so cute. I was like, oh my God, like he sold his house, A, financially independent and B, selfless. Like he wants us to own it together. But yeah, yeah not to I get think, spoily, but I'm like, you I, I think it's, I think it's him. I can't remember. Again, it's, it's on at night. So like I'm kind of falling asleep a lot of the times and obviously Nicole's really invested in it. But I want to say it, it was that guy that, that says it. I'm disappointing. Anyway, I'll move on. Right. I don't want to spoil anybody. People will be like, no, I haven't shut up. I haven't watched it yet. Anyway. Um, okay, so you'll die over this. So here's what me and the person I interviewed have been trying to figure out because mm -hmm. obviously dumped her and I think had been thinking about it for a while because she had said that she had found some sketchy messages. We don't really know the full reason other than the fact that sure. or why they broke up. Anyway, so they end up splitting, obviously, as I've mentioned a thousand times, but she said multiple times after the breakup, he would quote unquote, butt dial her multiple times when he was out with women. So she said there was mm. one day where he was tailgating with a bunch of girls and he called her like seven different times and you could hear girls in the background the week of her birthday. He went on a first date and like, quote unquote, butt dialed her mm. while ending the first date. And we were like, what is the thought process behind doing that? Like, if you don't want to be with this girl, what's the point? Are you like, you trying to make her jealous? And it almost sounds a little controlling. Like, I don't want to be with you, but I also don't want you to be with anybody else, but I want you to know I'm with other people. Like, that's the vibe I get off of that. I don't like, come on, like it's 2024. Are we really accidentally butt dialing people that much? Like, I don't think I've actually butt dialed somebody in years. Well, I've also, I know what her name is. And she even said this. she's like, I wouldn't have been at the top of his contacts. And also like, yeah. I don't know what phone he has, but she was like, you also just can't do that with certain smartphones. No, you can't. My phone, my, my iPhone, when it's other than having a cute picture of Quinn, when, 
when it's in my phone, it's just dark screen. Like it's nothing's gonna happen. You can't. You can't. Like you know what I mean. Like you can't get it to open up. You need the. You need to put in the code, or it needs to see your face, and then. No, he's doing that on purpose for sure. And for it to be perfectly timed at the end of the first date where he's like raving about her. It just made me so sad for her because listen, and listen, I don't, she could have been a horrible person throughout that relationship. I wasn't, Maybe, but yeah. to, for you to break up with her on the wedding day and then to just not leave her alone after that is so wild to me. So wild to me. It's like, I don't know. Who are you trying to kid saying that you butt dialed somebody? That's the problem I'm hung up on. Like, well, don't I mean, insult our intelligence. Come on. <laughs> Like, don't make me feel lonely and dumb. Like, I'm already yeah. out just picking up the pieces of the last decade. Right. Like, come on. So, um, yeah, that's the other thing is, is you know, back to what you go do is a lot of times, especially if you've been together for a whole decade, is like you got to go form a whole new friend group almost because everything that you did with them, like like Nicole and I's friend group is just intertwined now. So, like, if if we were to break up, it would be like, I don't know. Half of them wouldn't want to hang out with me anymore, you know? So it'd be like, we gotta, we gotta figure this out. Who's still on my side. I gotta go hang out and get beers with them now. Yeah. Well, everyone has to choose sides. And I feel like it's always split mm -hmm. down. So like the girl wants to take the girl's side. The guy wants to take the guy's side. Mm -hmm. but she actually ended up going to her own wedding because she was supposed to do her courthouse wedding on like a Sunday or something. Mm -hmm. and it was going to be her actual wedding. And so she ends up going to that. And I think he made some comments about like how she ended up going and doing it anyway. And she's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I've already paid for everything. I'm just not a party. Yeah. I'm just going to get absolutely blacked out and hang out with my family who still wants to celebrate me in some way. Yeah, I get that, too, because like most I mean, even our not to throw them under the bus, but even our like DJ, we had to reschedule our wedding because of COVID. It was something straight up out of our control. The state that we were trying to get married in said you can't have more than 20 people in a building. So we had to reschedule because my dad is one of 10. So just off the uncles, we had too many people. Um so we had to reschedule and and the DJ company was like, no, man, we we charge to reschedule. So you got to pay us to reschedule and you don't get your money back. And we're like, I mean, dude, like, come on. So, you know, a lot of those things and the flowers are going to they're not going to make it to the next time or, you know, they're going to die. So you might as well just have the party. But you can't freeze them. I know. I know. I saw it. It looked like an absolute blast. But talk about and i said this in the in the main episode that's like the one day you don't think you're going to be sad and alone mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, i'm not saying she was sad but i mean she didn't he, he, i mean i think she probably was but he he didn't show up like she didn't have a date to her own party yeah yeah and and i will say weddings are um there's a like when you are the one getting married and and I, I feel like I can speak on this because I technically had two weddings, one that was really small and then one that was like huge, like a normal wedding party. The normal wedding party, and maybe it was because I already had the small one, it felt like we were doing stuff to entertain everybody. Like the first dance was to entertain everybody. The vows were to entertain everybody. Where like the small wedding was way more, just felt like it was Nicole and I. So take that for what you want. I would vote small wedding over anything any day and then just like rent a warehouse and go have a party afterwards. Like you don't need everybody there for it. Just like, I don't know. Do yeah. I need do I need my buddy from high school that I still randomly text every once in a while to hear me confess my love to my wife? I haven't talked to him or seen him 
you know, since freaking high school. I, he doesn't need to be there for that. I don't know. That's yeah. that was my thought. Well, I can only imagine how pissed those kinds of friends were to find out that the wedding wasn't actually happening. Oh, yeah. I've had a couple of weddings and or my friends have actually had a couple of weddings too, where they've called me and they're like, listen, I don't have a plus one to this wedding. You want to come? I, I Well, no, they, but they like didn't, weren't given one. So like they're oh. not given a plus one. They've already paid for the flight. They paid for the hotel. Mm-hmm. And they're like, shit, this is a lot of money to spend, to be at this party by myself. And then to find out that the wedding isn't actually happening, I would be so livid. Uh, there's a whole lot that like going to a wedding on, on your own, if it's just like a friend and you don't know most of the family, it's awkward. And then even from like, a, if you're like, oh, I'm just going to go, I'll hook up with somebody. It's like, well, you know, you don't know who's related to who. And next thing yeah. you know, you're with someone's uncle. Like, that's weird, too. Also, 90% of the people show up with a date yeah. of some kind. I found this yeah. out the hard way at a sorority sister's wedding. I w- we were like, where are the single guys at? And None. it's like all the hot guys are there with their girlfriends because they're in the bridal party. And it's going to be like two creepy, overly drunk dudes that are in the bachelor party that are going to hit on you. And those are the only ones that that are options for the night. <laughs> Literally, it's like somebody's divorced uncle. So anyway, <laughs> if you were supposed to go to that wedding and you were you're listening to this, just know that you probably dodged some kind of weird hookup bullet. But I don't I don't wish this sadness on anybody. No, it's tough, especially if you've, for lack of a better comparison, pretty much have the relationship to the the finish line or starting line. Uh, depending on how you want to look at it and then just completely have it derailed. That's tough. I know. That's it's the kind of stories that make me wish we lived in those countries where you could sue people for stealing your youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, 10 years is an insane amount of time to just not get married. If you soak up all of my 20s and I have to start over again, I'm taking you to court and you are giving me everything. You I- owe me whatever the price of 10 years is, you owe me that. Probably $10 million. Well, anyway. <laughs> Thank you, ex-coworker Justin, for joining me on this delightful bonus episode uh, about one of the saddest days of somebody's life. 